morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Thursday, 12th day of November, 2020. What? November 12th, man. Yeah. God. It's just breezing right by. Yeah. Yesterday was the 11th and everything. And the day before that, the 10th. Weird. Uh, you cannot deny these numbers. <laughs> you can't. Try as you might. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you had a very good Veterans Day. What did you do with, do with your Veterans Day, Big Jake? Uh, you know, I, I was just talking with a, a fellow uh, here at the, uh, the studios, and we both did the same thing. Just, you know, pretty much took care of the stuff we might do this weekend. Some nice. chores, some errands, knocked out, and there you go. Beautiful. And what, what, did you, what, what were your chores and errands? So you got all the laundry done. That's good. Uh, then we just, you know, we that's had... That's got to be a less tedious task with the kids not around, right? Well, I didn't do their damn laundry. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, is it ever really that overwhelming? Yeah. Yeah, it is. We have a lot of clothes. Uh, the wife has a lot of pajamas. You let it pile up, though? Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, we do. Um, and uh, just some returns and some pickups and all kinds of running around town. Look at you. I know. Going all over God's green earth. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it? Good day? Yeah. Awesome. That is what... How about how about you? You had the full day off. Oh, well, yeah, but I, uh, I, my day was spent at the doctor. That's no fun. Oh, the whole day? Uh, well, from like 10 to 3, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? We're back at her today. We're having ourselves a, a good old time and doing what we need to do. And that's what it's all about. And so today on the show, we're going to get you qualified for a little thing called Win Santa's Sack. That thing is going to be given away come Friday. Week number three with a bunch of stuff inside of it, and then we're going to add even more stuff inside of it. Uh, do you know anybody that's got the next-gen gaming system at all? <laughs> no, no. I was going back and forth with a friend, a guy who listens to the station, uh, listens to the show a lot uh, about his frustration of trying to pick up an Xbox. And I was like, do you not listen to the Nerd Alert? I'm mm-hmm. like, you're not going to be able to get your hands on one of these. No. And the way they rolled it, I mean, it's just, you know, listen, uh, God bless you all for trying to get out there and be one of those people that gets the one next-gen system that GameStop or whoever has sitting in their store. Uh, it's going to be a tough go of it if you get a, didn't get a pre-order. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and pre-orders are impossible to get, too. I mean, you know, the, the PlayStation 5 comes out today, and they've already told people, like, if you don't have a pre-order, you're not getting one. Period. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so, you know... We it, keep waiting for Amazon to do this amazing drop of, like, oh, we got a bunch here, come get them. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't think that... Uh, I think... I think they overestimated the demand and or underestimated the demand, especially during the pandemic. Like, I, I don't even know if they even thought, like, is anybody going to want to spend $600? And apparently we can't wait to do that. I just think that they there's no way they could have produced enough to make a dent. Right. That's also that's true. It. That's and, it right there. And because that's really all that anybody is doing these days is uh, sitting at home. And so there's a lot of money that can be invested in home entertainment. You can justify it, I suppose. Uh, so there's that as well. But, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to be before, you know, regular people are going to get their hands on uh, a next-gen gaming system. Because uh, I ain't standing in line for nothing. Dude. I don't care what it is. The wife the wife sent me a message the other day, and she's like, uh, on the 10th. And and she's like, hey, well, the GameStop has got a huge line. And I'm going to go, yeah, the new Xbox is over there. And she's like, well, did you get one? And I'm like, no. Right. Did you get me one? No. <laughs> I'm not allowed to spend that kind of money. Well, she doesn't realize how much they are, I don't think. And I go, I should be getting one, huh? And she agreed. (laughs) And so I started, I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to get one. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, Movie review from Big J coming up over the course of the show today as well. So it should be a nice Thursday. Let's play some music for you. Silver Chair, it's tomorrow here on the X-Rocks.
on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Listen to me. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Question for you. Are you in it to win it? Yeah. Good. Now the rest of you have to do that. The Idaho Lottery's $1 million raffle has the best odds of winning a million bucks, and it's on sale right now. Grab yourself a raffle ticket as they're going to do the drawing on New Year's Eve, and somebody's going to win a million bucks. Might as well be you. I think we bought like 10, 11 tickets. Nice, dude. That's pretty good odds. Trying to win that $1,000 a day when they were doing that. Oh, yeah? No luck there, though? No. But that's all right. You got a bunch of chance to win I'll a million bucks. take a mil. I was say, which would you rather have? A thousand or a million? A million? It's a ridiculous question. <laughs> That's right. That's also the right answer. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, guys. Uh, the coronavirus numbers are awful. As another record was set yesterday, according to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare, 1,519 cases overall, Big J. Oh, my God. That is the most cases of a single day in Idaho, of course. Another new record. So we have 77,121 probable and confirmed cases of COVID-19. Uh, and 18 new deaths yesterday, too, man. Also not great. Ada County continues to be one of the biggest hotspots of community spread in COVID-19. 391 new cases yesterday. Bonneville County second, Canyon County third. And as of uh, the numbers that were also released yesterday uh, were the hospitalization and ICU numbers. And guess what? Both of those at record highs as well. 361 people currently hospitalized with the coronavirus and a record high 94 people. We're in the ICU due to the virus. And so that's not good either. So here we have record highs hospitalization, record highs ICU, record high death day, and record high in uh, positive and probable cases. So mayday, Big J. Mayday. Yep. Do anything about it, though? No. 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 Why would we? Why would we? As you were, everybody. More college football games were announced uh, canceled yesterday because of positive coronavirus tests, including the game between number 12 Georgia and Missouri. That is the fourth postponed or canceled game in the SEC this week. Also canceled, number three Ohio State's game against Maryland, and all eight games across major college football have been called off so far this week. As, guess what? We're in the thick of things, and playing football is not a good idea currently if you have a bunch of people testing positive, which is happening on college campuses across the country. Cy Young Award winners were announced yesterday, Big J. Shane Bieber, who do you think he plays for? Shane Bieber. Uh-huh. No, Bieber, like Justin. Oh. Not Bieber like the animal. I have no idea. The Cleveland Indians. How about Trevor Bauer? Cle- Cleveland Indians? Uh, nope, you can't have two Cy Young Award winners playing on the same team in the same season. Can't You can't? Nope, because one comes from the National League oh, and one comes oh, from the I American Oh, I got you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Trevor Bauer plays for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, and they were on the fun the list that was the Cy Young Awards. Bieber won the AL in unanimous voting after going 8-1 and one in the coronavirus-shortened season with a 1.63 ERA and 122 strikeouts, which uh, leads the league in, in, in ERA and strikeouts. And then, of course, he tied Yu Darvish for the most wins as well. Bauer became the first Reds pitcher to win the Cy Young ever after going 5-4, and four, so the record wasn't that great, but uh, his ERA was 1.73. And he struck out 100. So uh, the Cy Young Award has traditionally been an ERA award. And the good news for, I guess, pitchers on bad teams is your team doesn't usually have to make the playoffs. As long as you're pretty dominant when you uh, toe the rubber, you're, you're going to do all right. And so congratulations to those two for winning the Cy Young Awards. Get ready, Big J. We're going to have some new music from the Pretty Reckless. They made the album announcement yesterday. It's called Death by Rock and Roll. 
and it will be coming out February 12th, 2021. And they're going to have a new song coming out this Friday called 25. The announcement was made on their Instagram along with cover art and track listings. Uh, the post reveals that Tom Morello is featured on the track, and so it went. They got a couple people from Soundgarden, Kim and Matt. Can be heard on the song called Only Love Can Save Me Now. And so they're very excited for it. Of course, Pretty Reckless have been working on this album for a couple years now. And uh, they hit some pretty serious writer's block in the middle of it, but uh, we're able to power through, get it done, and now we know when it's coming out, what it's called, and what Tra- Taylor Momsen looks like pretty much nude on the cover of her album. So, she seems very comfortable doing so. Sure, why not? Uh, just like if you release an album, Big J, fully nude, right? Right there on the front. Damn right. You wouldn't even be all modest and cover up like Taylor's doing. I wouldn't bother. Uh, because you know what? If, you, if you're if you going to pay for the Big J album, you're getting the whole package, you understand? Exactly. And that's that's really what you're paying for, usually. So uh, check it out and get ready. February is when the new album is coming out. Send new song of the day. Hell yeah, you wouldn't know here on the morning after when Nicky Big J on the X Rocks. Wasn't yesterday, but it was Tuesday right around this time that Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. He had 48 hours this time to actually do it. When did you watch the movie, first of all? Uh, yesterday afternoon. Okay. So you took your time. Yeah. It was called Prospect. It stars The Mandalorian. It's on Netflix. And how was it? And uh, let's see. Stars Sophie Thatcher and Jay Duplass. Uh, they play a mother, or I'm sorry, a father, a daughter team uh, that uh, are, I, I'm, uh, I, I don't know what to call them exactly, except for maybe uh, uh, minors, if you will. Okay. Because they are. Prospectors, uh, maybe? Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. Um prospect is but it, the, the name of the the movie is more in the in the light not necessarily that they're mining but uh that the, the, they have a prospect an opportunity to make a lot of money uh-huh. and so uh, uh jay duplis's character damon he is somebody who has special skills and, and there's this alien planet uh that there are these gems are on but the gems are inside of living organisms and there's a certain particular way to extract them and if you don't do it correctly it will destroy the gem Okay. So there's not not everybody is skilled enough to be able to do it. Okay. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, it is it is interesting and um, it comes in important here at the end of the movie. And then of course his daughter is kind of stuck having to be part of this because How old is she? She's you know late teens, okay. probably 17 or okay. so. And you know she's kind of stuck having to uh, be a part of this because, you know, that's what it is when you're a kid in space, you know. <laughs> Uh, and, right. and so that's the really cool thing about this movie is the understated sci-fi part of this where, you know, a lot of these movies, you, you get kind of distracted by the buttons and, and the spaceships and stuff like that. But it's, you know, this is more, it's really kind of understated, but well done in the fact that you're watching a sci-fi movie and it, it's not that big of a deal. It's just the way life is. Right. And and so they're, they, they're, in a, they're leasing a pod and it's really old and, you know, it doesn't work that great. Do they say like what year this is supposed to be? No, 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 not at all, not at all. You in just kind of distant future. Just go with it, and and so uh, they end up uh, on this planet. They in in. in you know, obviously the father has more knowledge of what's going on than the daughter, and that comes into play later as they end up meeting uh, Pedro Pascal's character, who isn't a good guy. Um, he's the bad guy. No, that's pretty much what he has been in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, and Pedro, so uh, he uh, he he goes through that, and 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 uh, there's some uh, some interesting things that happen, and really though, ultimately, uh, this movie it kind of. 
you get to a certain point where it starts to tread water and it doesn't it doesn't seem to really be going anywhere and you get to the end and then there's um, there's some big trouble and then it's just over just the way I love a movie Nick oh it's open-ended not, not necessarily open-ended you don't really get a I guess a satisfying ending to it um, and and to see what what kind of ends up really happening at the end of the movie and it's uh i don't know i was kind of disappointed by that uh the fact that you know there's just there doesn't seem to be a whole lot going on in the movie other than a couple of uh highlights here and there so it was okay it was an okay movie is it big j approved no no you know, I, you can miss this and you wouldn't you wouldn't you know you i wouldn't have. have a problem yeah you I mean you'd be okay uh, and so Pedro Pat's I mean there's good performances in here I really wanted to like this movie but it just this, this wasn't enough to be like yeah is it just too is it got a pacing issue a payoff issue both payoff I think is the the big thing and um, uh, you know in the pacing yeah I mean there's a lot of scenes like you in there don't really that, know if they ever get to be rich though I, you know they don't get to be rich oh okay uh, well then good doesn't triumph over evil no not really okay does evil win then? Probably. Well, then you sounds like you have your answers. Yeah, I didn't like him. <laughs> Sometimes the bad guy wins, Big J. Well, I don't know if he won or not. That's the thing. You don't find out in the end. Uh, either way, uh, what's the movie called again? It's called Prospect. And Big J says, skip it. There's some cool stuff about it, but not enough. All right. Uh, so not approved for this particular streaming dumbass. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, there are some things planned for 2021 when it comes to live concerts and live events. And Ticketmaster has revealed a little bit of what live events in 2021 may look like if they're going to happen. You understand? Yeah. Because as they return, it appears at least that COVID isn't going away and there may be a vaccination on the horizon. Uh, but Ticketmaster's kind of letting you know, listen, if you're going to mess around with COVID, you're probably not going to be allowed to go to a show. At least that's part of their new framework. Uh, basically, they're going to require proof of you to either have had the COVID-19 vaccination or a negative COVID test within a 24 to 72 hour time frame before the event, before they will let you into the venue. The news released earlier last week that Pfizer and BioNTech had developed a COVID-19 vaccine with 90% trial success rate. That caused stock prices for live music companies to jump up because that means, hey, listen, guess what's going to be happening again? So now Ticketmaster has decided to make some plans. How it's going to work is basically once a fan gets a COVID-19 vaccine or tests negative for the disease within the 24 to 72 hour window, a thing called Health Pass will deliver that information directly to Ticketmaster. That allows person entry into the event using Ticketmaster's app, and that will be the only way you'll be able to get in. Tickets will no longer be a thing. You will have to prove who you are and that you tested negative before they allow you into the venue. Now, right now, there's no date for when Ticketmaster will no longer require these precautions. Just know that if you're going to a Ticketmaster event, which is pretty much any large arena show, these are the hoops you're going to have to jump through in order to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, and people are upset about it, Big J. What do you mean they're upset? Do you want live music back or not? God, just go get tested, for Christ's sakes. Get the damn vaccine. It's an evasion of their privacy. Don't force the vaccine on people, Big J. Now, I get you don't want maybe Ticketmaster to know your health stuff, but it's just about COVID-19. 
not your other privy things. And nobody cares if you have herplex, herpes simplex 18. That's a given. We just want to make sure you're not getting a bunch of other people sick at the concert. Uh, but no Sorry, matter, I don't want my dad to die. Uh, Jesus. No, uh, no matter what kind of restrictions they put on this stuff, it would make people unhappy. There's no way you can make people happy. I'm, I'm just happy that they're talking about having some sort of plan. Right. It's nice to have a plan, isn't it? Yeah. We'll see how this gets executed or not. But either way, that's what they're looking at to if you want to be part of live events, or at least large live events in 2021. Not everything is a Ticketmaster event. You have to keep that in mind as well. Hey, uh, looks like NBC M- NBA's Oklahoma City Thunder has promoted Mark Diganalt to their head coach on Wednesday, replacing Billy Donovan, who's now the head coach of the Bulls. The 35-year-old assistant was with the Thunder last season after spending five years with the G League team in the organization. 49ers and receiver Kendrick Bourne have been cleared of all per, per potential violations of the COVID-19 protocols one week after an investigation was opened, according to media reports yesterday. Of course, there were some rumors going around that maybe Bourne didn't wear his mask correctly or whatever, and uh, they found those to be unfounded, so that's good news anyway. And so uh, the uh, the coach, Kyle Shanahan, didn't get away with his fine. He still got fined for not wearing his mask properly during a game, but it looks like Kedrick Bourne at least followed all protocols, which he was supposed to do, which is a good thing, yes? Yeah. He's not in trouble. Big J, get ready for the Scorpion King reboot. <laughs> Great. Dwayne Johnson wants to reboot it, according to his 7 Bucks Provoke Productions. Johnson will not reprise his role, however, but he may appear in the film. Now, The Scorpion King was The Rock's first ever movie role and featured some of the worst CGI in the history of cinema. I mean, it was really bad. <laughs> uh, but Rock wa- really likes the story and wants to reimagine the mythology for a new generation. He says that uh, despite how it looks, he wouldn't have had the career he had if not for the Scorpion King. And so he is thrilled that they're able to put it together with a different set piece and perhaps improved look and graphics. And even if he's not in it as a star, at least he can pass a story on. So get ready. Uh, that's, that, that is a spinoff of The Mummy, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was Brandon Fraser involved? I never watched any of those movies. Was Brandon Fraser involved in the Scorpion King the at all? The Scorpion King, I don't think so. But the Scorpion King was part of uh, uh, one of the Mummy movies. Right, like Mummy Returns or and something. And that's like when that. you also, that that's the CGI you're remembering. Okay. That was from the Mummy. Um, the Scorpion King itself, I don't, I mean, I barely watched that movie. So. Obviously not a linchpin in your, uh, your growing up or your love of cinema, yes? Great, no. Okay, good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Either way, it's coming back out. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, your real-world experience may actually come in handy in today's We're Going to Hell story. When doesn't it? Uh, Pretty much every other time. That's not true. But uh, today we are talking about an environment in which you had spent some time. It's been a long time, but maybe you'll have to hearken on your experience. Uh, when strip club? You used to work at a gentleman's club. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, you were there for, how long did you work there total? Was it a year? Was, no, 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 no. It was like four months. Okay. So you were working at a gentleman's club for four months. How was the work environment there? How were the ladies? Would you, would you say like backstage behind all the glitz and glamour were things chippy or did everybody pretty much oh, get along man. uh sometimes it was chipping sometimes it wasn't 
I guess that's... But it's like herding drunk cats, so... <laughs> oh, it was okay to drink while they were uh, doing it? <laughs> what? I mean, you It's a prerequisite. When you're working, you're not allowed to drink. This No, in a regular environment? Sure. <laughs> this is a gentleman's club, bro. Uh, and so we head down to Port St. Lucie, Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it is a gentleman's uh, club called Body Talk Sports Bar. Not a lot of sports at the Body Talk Sports Bar, though. We should probably get that out of the way first. That's too bad. Uh, as it's mostly a uh, an adult dance club, you understand? Where the ladies take off their clothes for money. And so they were doing that. And uh, it was until about 2.30 in the morning on Friday when one of the dancers named Strawberry became very upset, Big J. Please because welcome of her name? Strawberry to the stage. No, uh, here's what happened. Strawberry went up on uh, on stage to dance around 2 o'clock in the morning, right? Yep. Uh, probably one of those last call situations. And so she was up there. When she got off stage and she went back to the locker room, her purse was gone, Big J. Oh, and so no. she's like, well, my purse is right here. Where the hell is it? That had all my money for the night in it. And so she went over to the security side of things and was like, hey, uh, my purse was gone when I was up on stage. Did you happen to get turned in? They're like, yeah, as a matter of fact, somebody did turn in a purse. Here you go. And when she got her purse back, there was only a few dollars in it. Oh, no. So Detective Strawberry was like, listen, I know where I know where I left my purse. It was backstage where only the ladies that work here would have access to it. Somebody took my purse, took all my money out of my purse for that night, and then turned it into the security kiosk like they were doing me a favor or something, but all my money was gone. So that is when she went back into the dressing room with her purse in hand, grabbed a broom, and it was time to throw down Big J. Basically, what ended up happening was she went backstage uh, behind the curtain and just started swinging this broom and throwing haymakers at anybody who would come in contact with her because she was upset at everybody backstage. You understand? Somebody in that room had taken her purse and her money, and she was going to get vengeance for said task. And so, of course, uh, Big J, strawberries are usually sweet, often eaten as a snack, but this strawberry was very upset. Very upset. And so uh, she was ordered to leave. She was taken outside, and that's when she began fighting the, uh, the security, and then as other dancers were leaving, she would fight them as well. So police finally had to be called at 2.30 in the morning, and taken her away as they tried to, you know, relax Strawberry half a dozen times, but it wasn't working. She was all fired up. So she ended up going to jail on an assault and trespassing charge, Big J, because she wouldn't leave the property, understand? Any issues like that at your... No, there's always, yeah, some of that. I don't think quite to that extreme, but... Nobody's throwing haymakers in the backstage? That's good. Nobody picked up a broom and started chucking it at people? No, not generally. Well, that's something. But you can understand the anger, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you know where your purse was, you know somebody in that room took it, yeah, it's a real Knives Out situation. We're going to figure this thing out. Come hell or high water. Let's go. And so uh, she never did figure out where the money went, unfortunately. And she's not getting that money back. So at the end of the day, not only is she out all that money she made that night, she also had to go to jail. So it was a rough night for strawberries, what I'm trying to say to you. But I don't necessarily hold her totally at fault. I can understand her freaking She's out. She's upset, man. Sure. We Gotta pay are. the rent. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Also, I'm guessing stripper fights probably not as hot as some people would think. Right? No, they are. Oh. All right. Absolutely. Morning after with Nick and Big J.
There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. I don't know about you, Big J, but in my household, growing up and we carry on the tradition to this day, Christmas means getting hammered, right? <laughs> if you say so. And what a great family tradition. <laughs> well, listen, we used to, true story, every year the whole family, like uh, on my mom's side of the family, uh, would get together at my uncle's bar for Christmas Eve. And it was, we were basically. Now this was the, uh, the one in. Uh, Menominee Falls, the prop wash it was called, now closed. It is now a bunch of condos. Oh, but man. growing up, my uncle owned a bar. And so every Christmas Eve. We would go out there, uh, the kid, you know, and the bar had some like video games. My uncle would shut down the bar on Christmas Eve, and the kids would all play video oh, games cool. and drink Shirley Temples. And then we would do gift opening, and the gift opening would last from like eight o'clock at night until like two in the morning. Dude, because that sounds awesome. It was all my family all together, and we it, the tradition was one present at a time. You had to pay attention to every present yeah, that was open. Yeah. So it would take forever. Great to man. do all that stuff. Yeah, the parents and so, <laughs> hammer your great grandma knocking back Jaegers. Right, and so think about that. When you start at five in the morning and you're five in the afternoon, you wrap up at two and you're drinking the whole time. Everybody is just gone by the time you reach that last present. And so a lot of times uh, nobody would go anywhere, that kind of thing. But that that was the holiday tradition. Man. And then you'd wake you wake up at like two in the afternoon on Christmas and you'd open up the rest of the presents from the family. But uh, if you are somebody that likes to get into the holiday spirit, then you may enjoy a whiskey-inspired tree, courtesy of Jameson Irish Whiskey, Big J. Uh, The blended Irish whiskey maker is offering a chance to win what they're calling a limited edition whiskey tree for the 2020 holiday season. It is made up of 100 bottles of their festively green Jameson bottles. Now, keep in mind that the tree that they are going to give away is empty. There's no, there is no Jameson in all these bottles uh, uh, that make up the tree. Uh, but if you are of legal age, you can enter to win one of the nearly nine foot trees now through November 20th at their website. Each tree is valued at five thousand dollars each. I'm not sure why it's 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 valued at that much considering all these bottles are empty. There's just a bunch of empty Jameson bottles, right? Yeah. How is that worth five grand? That's a great question. I don't know. Either way, uh, seven winners will be chosen, and they will deliver this uh, this Jameson whiskey tree to your home and set it up in your home, and then you'll get a $45 gift card that could be used for a bottle of Jameson Black Barrel, according to the Whiskey Giant. And so uh, they wanted to do something different for a very different holiday in 2020, and so this is the way you can do it. It actually looks kind of cool, although, I mean, there's no way you can have that and not come off looking like a huge alcoholic. So right. You have to weigh the pros and cons to that. And uh, mommy, what's Jameson, all these kind of things. And so uh, there's stuff that you'll have to deal with because of it. But it does look pretty cool. It looks pretty festive. And it's something different if you don't want to buy a whole tree and drag that in at this particular time of the year or buy a fake tree. You can have a whiskey tree. What you do with all these bottles and where this tree goes once the Christmas is over, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. that is that is your problem if you win one of them. But I, I'm still trying to figure out how they get the five gur. But it does look neat. So there's that. If you want something different. Who cares about all that? I, I just like hearing about this Christmas Eve party that you used to have all the time. How much fun would that have been? Uh, I, I, I Listen, I remember it being uh, long. I, I also remember, you know, when you're a kid, I also remember not looking forward to it because it was always so, so long. 
and and the 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 tradition of opening one present at a time is cool when you've got like four people it's less cool when you have zero attention span for it and you just want to go play pole position but you're stuck watching people opening up gifts for seven hours <laughs> and so it, it, it was a lot less interesting to me as an eight-year-old than it probably would be yeah to me now and, as but a here's the worst part you didn't get a chance to do it as an adult uh true very <clears throat> true yeah that tradition for me ended uh when i went away to, to school but Either way, it was uh, it was a very big deal and something that we did every single year without fail. And yes, the alcohol was flowing, Big J. I believe, uh, you know, Shirley Temples were the kids' beverage of choice. We were just pounding away a bunch. Of, we called them kitty cocktails back then. Uh, as an early onset to alcoholism, you understand? Yeah, Roy Rogers or Shirley Temple. Yeah, it was mostly grenadine and like Seven Up. I mean, I think it's weird that we do a morning show together and we both grew up in a bar as kids. <laughs> Pretty much. That's why we get along so well. Morning <laughs> after. We got a problem with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff along with some pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. If you're a parent, you might worry that too much TV could be bad for your kid. Guess what? Bad for you as well. Oh. According to the University of Arizona, anyway, researchers have found that uh, more kids that watch television, the more likely they are that their parents would be stressed out. And it all has to do with the amount of advertisements the kids see, you see? Oh. Because kids aren't able to understand that they're being persuaded by the ads. Then they throw fits in stores asking for things they saw in commercials. Next thing you know, the stress levels for the parents through the frickin' roof, bro. It's, it's always been... Basically, the more TV a kid watches, the more advertisements they see, the higher level of conflict between kids and parents goes, and that leads to stressing out adults. So, keep that in mind. Next time your kid's throwing a fit in Walmart, you got something he saw on the TV, you see? That's why I've always said, Big J, kids can't get excited about things they see on the radio. That's why more kids should listen to the radio all the time. Yeah! We'll barely get you excited about anything at all. That's not true. Huh? What the hell, man? <laughs> hey, it was a good time to be from the state of Ohio if you wanted a Cy Young Award. As Shane Bieber of the Cleveland Indians and Trevor Bauer of the Cincinnati Reds won the awards yesterday. Congratulations to them. Both of them leading the uh, prospective AL and NL leagues in ERA, which is why they won the Cy Young Awards, even though the Indians and the Reds didn't exactly have huge years. Still nice to see them related well. to Justin? Uh, I do not think so, no. More college football games announced canceled Wednesday because of positive coronavirus tests. The game between Georgia and Missouri done. Uh, that's the fourth SEC game to be postponed this week. Also, Ohio State's game against Maryland shut down, and all eight games so far across major college football have been called off this week, with probably more to come if we're being honest with each other. And congratulations, Big J. A couple of bad impressions ago, you were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger putting together a series. There goes my other by bad Nick Santora. Today. It was just like last week that you talked. I don't care. Uh, and so it's been picked up by Netflix. It is Schwarzenegger's first foray into scripted television. He is said to be a global spy adventure with a father that, of course, is Schwarzenegger and daughter at the center of the story. And so that's going to be on Netflix. Of course, not his first foray into television, Big J. That would have been what? His first foray into television. Yep. Oh, uh, Celebrity Apprentice? That is correct. Uh, Arnold took over. This would be his first uh, fiction. Scripted television. Scripted, yes. Thank you. Scripted. Yeah. As I said, 
just two seconds yeah, I didn't, ago. I didn't hear that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Sure me looking for a new bad impression. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we're going to get you qualified for Santa Sack here today. And Santa Sack is getting bigger, man. Uh, we've got an Echo Dot for you from Amazon. Also a Fire Stick. And now a 10-inch HD Fire Tablet. From Amazon, uh, very nice. We'll get you also qualified with that. Uh, all within my hands foundation, something Metallica started. Uh, they raise a lot of money for a lot of great causes. They're doing an auction and a special acoustic set from their HQ live stream. It's happening on the 14th. We'll get you set up with a ticket so you can check that out. Yeah, so Metallica's happening on Saturday, and you're qualified for Santa's sack. Of course, that giveaway will happen on Friday, and then three more weeks of this stuff. You're in it for the entire run. So now would be the time to get on the phone if you'd like to play, 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. Let's get ourselves a contestant to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Tim. All right, Tim, you're up first. Tim, uh, Gillian Anderson played an agent who on the TV show The X-Files? Uh, never watched it, man. Wrong. It's hard for you to answer that, then, my friend. Well, that's unfortunate. But thank you for uh, for playing along. We appreciate it. Hello, the X. Morning. Morning. Uh, Jillian Anderson played Agent Who on the TV show The X Files. Is that Mulder? Uh, Wrong. It's not Mulder, man. but thank you. You got one of them right. Yep, it's half. You're halfway there. It's the other half. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Jillian Anderson played Agent Who on the TV show The X-Files. Hey. There you go. Right. Uh, what's your name, sir? John. John, you're taking on Big J. Hey, Big J, this actor starred in the TV show Silicon Valley on HBO and now stars in the brand new sitcom Be Positive. Who is he? I feel like this is a trick question for me, and I should know this answer. Um. Oh, boy. Let's go with... Uh, I uh, can't remember his name now. <laughs> I can't remember. Nothing? Nope. Oh, man. Wrong. Now, John, that makes you the victor. Do you happen to know the answer? Uh, unfortunately, I don't. That's okay. No. That's okay. Uh, do you know anybody in Silicon Valley? TJ. Oh, you you thought it was uh, T.J. Miller, Miller, but it's not T.J. Miller. No, no. Steve it's, Byrne? It's the actual star. Uh, oh. Who's Steve Byrne? Uh, Jimmy Yang? Uh, no, he's in uh, Silicon Valley, but no, uh, Thomas Middleditch. Right. Oh, Middleditch. Is the actual star of the show, and then also stars Never in watched the, an episode. the new uh, CBS sitcom called Be Positive, which is actually on tonight. Morning After with Nick and Big be J. Positive. There is be, your be positive. pop culture smackdown. Some headlines next to the X-Rock. Really stupid stuff. It's time for headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Tomorrow, Big J will be able to debut a new song by that band. What? Very excited for it. Yeah, me too. It's good, right? Yeah, it's great. Uh, how about we do some headlines? It's brought to you by Team Mazda. GoTeamSaveMoney.com is a great place to get started for your next new used car adventure, whichever you choose. Update an inventory, fresh start credit button, the Sweet 16 all there. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Super weird bad look or what's going on what's going on if you're visiting pittsburgh anytime soon you're going to want to be aware of the porta potties as they apparently are targets of explosions lately 
The most recent incident occurred Tuesday morning after a construction crew arrived for work and found their porta potty had been blown to bits. Oh man. Pittsburgh's bomb squad and crime unit say an explosive device was used in the crime. There have been at least three portable toilet explosions in Pittsburgh over the last few weeks. People are not exactly sure if the incidents are connected, but I'd have to say they would have to be, right? Yeah. I mean, it's weird that it's all happening, but also gross. What are we calling this assailant? Uh, I don't have one. If you got a nickname, well, come for on, him. you're the great, you're the great poop, uh, you know, parody master here. Poop parody? Yeah. Well, listen, come on. I don't think there's a lot of poop in porta potties. It's mostly liquid, I think. Okay. And so uh, there's that, but I mean, there's uh, liquid it, poop popper. Keep in mind, yeah, the, the the biggest key with nicknames is alliteration. So you've already got porta potties there. So you need to find a p word. The, the porta poppy pooper. Um, porta potty. Pooper popper. All right, I'll go with it. Blower upper. Yeah, no, then, then it gets right off the alliteration right there. Super weird or bad look? Bad look. It's best not to write any angry emails until you're sure you're using a product as it's intended. A woman named Aubrey from Louisville, Kentucky, shared in an experience she recently had on Facebook. She explained in a post that she was incredibly upset. Because she ordered her bi- bridal gown and it arrived in the mail and it just didn't look right. When she put it on, it looked completely different than the picture. She was very upset. So she emailed the bridal store and was super pissed about it. And soon after, she got a response saying, quote, Listen, it's because you're wearing the dress inside out. Please put it on the right way and we bet you you'll be happy with the look. And, of course, that's exactly what happened. She turned the dress inside out, and everything was great. She was very happy with it. Uh, At least she has a good sense of humor about the mistake since she shared the post on a Facebook group. But now she's waiting for the pandemic to end so she and her husband uh, can have their dream wedding and make it all officially official. But uh, hopefully the bridal store deserves a little bit of credit there for handling that fairly well. Like, hey, wear the dress right, and I bet you it'll look better than... But, I mean, I don't know. I've never tried on a bridal ground. Don't they have tags? I, I'm Probably not, in most cases. Yeah, I guess you're probably right, right? That's upper-end kind of stuff, usually. Yeah, no need. It's all custom-made kind of thing, or at least uh, alterations have been made uh, to make it that way. Either way, at least she figured it out. And it pays to check yourself a couple of times before you fire off that angry email, Big J. Okay. Wrap it up with Super Weird. A nail salon in Russia known for pushing boundaries with strange nail designs is in hot water again. The company is called Nail Sunny. It has over 2.2 million followers on Instagram. That's a lot, Big J. And they really made some people angry after sharing its latest design, which utilizes, Big J, real shrimp heads to put on the nails of female customers. Many branded the salon as disgusting and disrespectful after it shared the videos of the nail look. Previously, the company has caused a stir after sharing a video of a client wearing inch-long talons filled with live ants. So, I think they're doing it just to be weird. But that being said, I can't imagine anybody's going into a nail salon for the shrimp head look. You know what I mean? I mean, it really did look like just somebody put shrimp heads on, on the edge of each one of their fingers. And that was the nails they were going for. But at that point, they're not even nails because they're not functional. You know what I mean? Right. But also, you have shrimp heads on your head. And that also is gross. What do you got there? Shrimp heads? Yeah. Roly-poly shrimp heads. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. 
Bad Flower and 30 here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Let's talk lunch, Big J. Yeah, it's already tough enough uh, sending the kids to school uh, in the current uh, pandemic, Nick. And uh, <laughs> then it, it comes to be where a particular parent got a, a phone call from, or, or I should say an email from a teacher uh, requesting that maybe they uh, they dump down the lunch that they're sending their kid. You know, maybe just a good old-fashioned sandwich. What are they, what are they sending? Uh, you know, it doesn't get quite into exactly what they're sending, but apparently it's important uh, to the family that they send them a really nice rounded lunch, and uh, they use an example of some of the uh, crazy kind of lunches you find on social media that uh, parents are putting together. And uh, the, so the father went on Reddit on an, uh, a string called M. I the a-hole page and asked if he was in the wrong for not caring what the teacher thought and was going to continue to send these elaborate lunches with their kid. Well, I'd like to know what the elaborate lunch is. I, I know, me before too. Before I can make a decision as to whether or not this guy's being a jerk. I mean, let's just is. say it's probably more than just a sandwich and an apple. I'm guessing also that if you're doing it for social media, it probably looks well, he's ridiculous. Not. Well, whatever, yeah. whoever's doing it. If the idea is you want to make an Instagram post out of it, it's probably more ridiculous than it needs to be and probably not even uh, a real, like, good-for-the-kids kind of lunch. It probably just looks amazing as uh, that's what the tendency of Instagram tends to do to things. So I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I guess as long as the kid is happy, that's all that matters. But I'm also guessing that if it, if the teacher's sending an email home, it's probably really ridiculous and dumb. It, it might be, but that also is the dad's point that, hey, my kid's happy about it. And I'm sorry that everybody else's kid and their parents don't give a damn about their kids and the lunch they send. Is essentially what the message here is. Then yeah, you might be an a hole if that's the if that's your angle on. But things, at the same time, it's like probably. you know uh, we're in that world where uh, you know, we, well, everybody wants to be the same. We all want to do the same stuff, and sometimes that's just not the way it is. Well, uh, it, it also uh, you know the flip side to that is if you're not doing that, you're doing the hey everybody look at me side of things, and then I guess which is worse there too. Is it the person who gets a bunch of attention because their ridiculous lunch went viral on Instagram? Or is it the person that's just eating a sandwich and apple that's more of a douchebag? And the answer is probably the person that's doing everything just for Instagram. Uh, well, yeah, but that's not the case here. I mean, that's they're not made. They're not. You know, it's not like dad's late notes or something. It's just a parent who wants to send their kids some good lunch. Well, no, she. He said that he was. She was. He was doing it so that his wife could take pictures on Instagram. No, 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 no. As an example, some of these very elaborate kind of things that you see on Instagram. That wasn't his. That wasn't what they were doing. Yeah, again, it's too hard for me to make an exact ruling unless I know exactly what's being said. Because uh, if I if I did, that would make it a little bit easier for me to call them out on it. But in the mean, if it's not that, or it's not nearly as elaborate as I think, it could be somebody just pulling the trigger a little bit too soon. But uh, that being said, I mean, does your kid need a super elaborate lunch meal? Barely. Or something? I mean, like, I guess, I, I don't know. How many items? Would, I mean, did you ever pack lunch for the kids? No. Never in your life? No, they had school lunches. Oh, they did lunch at school? Yeah. yeah, see I've always had to I always had to pack lunch for the kids and it was always uh the same stuff because that's what they wanted. But again, it was what they wanted at the end of the day. I mean it was like a you know, sandwich, chips, some fruit, and uh like a cookie or two. That's and elaborate. That was the kind of cookie? Well yeah, sure. Jesus. A little bit of dessert. Uh but I assure you that whatever lunch I packed was never uh, taking a picture of it for uh, preservation of it later or uh, that particular day. So Seems uh, like a missed opportunity. I guess so. Average lunches. I'm on Instagram. You can follow me there. 
Morning after with Nick and Big J. That's oh, your lunch update. Oh, son of a gun. We'll do some bad impressions. That's next on the X Rocks. Point three, the X. Yeah, and I've uh, been talking about it all morning, Nick, that new classic chicken sandwich from Wendy's. How about a Wendy's gift card? You can go out and try it yourself for 25 bucks. If you can figure out bad impressions here right now. All right, so uh, some Wendy's coming your way. If you'd like to play Bad Impressions, you got to get on the phone in order to do that. Our number is 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. Each one of those clues, individually and collectively, points to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you don't necessarily eat all three all the time. Then you will be headed to Wendy's on us and enjoying some food. Breakfast is great there, too, whichever meal you want. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Shane. All right, Shane, you're up first. Good luck. I've started movies like Old School, Daddy's Home, and, of course, Anchorman. Okay, next one. Not all my movies are hilarious, like Holmes and Watson and Downhill, just to name a couple. Um, Let's go one more. I had the honor of playing Alex Trebek from Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. Oh, my goodness. Uh... No, I, I I know, I cannot believe she's probably my favorite actor, comedian. <laughs> what in the heck is his name, though? Oh, he's in a glass case of, a of emotion right now. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm, I'm very disappointed in myself. Um, Any guess? Uh, how could I not? Oh, my goodness. What you got? It's live radio nerds, no. Shane. Dang it, nothing. All right, Shane. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Hello, the X. Hello. 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 Hey, man, did you hear the clues or do you need them again? I need them again. Okay. I've started movies like Old School, Daddy's Home, and of course, Anchorman. Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home. Uh, 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 uh. Give him clue two. Not all of my movies are hilarious, like Holmes and Watson and Downhill, to name a couple. Mark Wahlberg? Close. Uh, I had the honor of playing Alex Trebek from Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. Oh. Uh. Um, Will Ferrell? There you go. There you go. Congratulations. Hang on one second, dude. We'll <laughs> Seems more difficult than it should be. What is Downhill? It's a movie that came out just, uh, I don't know, later last year? I don't, what's it about? Uh, a ski resort. I don't remember that at all. Well, why would you? You, you gave up on Will, Will Ferrell. No, I, I didn't. I remember? just stopped, I stopped watching that, uh, that, that movie he made about the singing contest, but I do like Will Ferrell. Eurovision. Uh, yes, that was a bad movie, but I've never heard of Downhill. Uh, what what with uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus? What what was it like? Is it uh, streaming somewhere? Uh, that's a great question. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I can't answer all, answer all of your questions. Did you see it? No, I have not seen it. Oh, okay. Well, you bashed but, uh, on it. Yeah, because nobody you you never even heard of that's it. That's true. Right. Very true. So there you go, Nick. Uh, why is he in the news though? Why is he? Uh, well, because, you know, Alex Trebek, uh, his recent passing, uh, very sad, but, uh, you know, giving life to that uh, sketch, a uh, couple sketches that uh, they, they did on SNL. And uh, the guy who wrote those sketches came up with that whole idea. I had an article in Variety uh, magazine talking about uh, how that whole thing came to be, him and his wife kind of watching uh, Jeopardy and uh, thinking about, you know, uh, the celebrity version and how that would play out. And uh, Will Ferrell was perfect to play. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek, by the way, huge fan of that sketch in particular. Thought it was really, really funny. Of course, all the Celebrity Jeopardy sketches were fantastic. Yeah, they're they're great. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X Rock.
Cleopatric hometown is how we're wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday. Big J said thanks, but no thanks to a Netflix film. It is called Prospect. He said pass on it. It is not Big J approved. We got that review from Streaming Dumbass wrapping up on Tuesday. Also had a chance to qualify somebody else for some Win Santa Sack action, which of course will be giving away week three prize tomorrow evening. You got a couple more chances, three to be exact over the course of the day today to qualify yourself for this prize. A reminder that if you get in once, you're in for the entire run as this thing's going to go all the way through the first week in December. So plenty more chances for you to win some sacks. Ho, ho! As we move forward, there's no doubt about that. And that leaves you, Big J, with the floor. Nick, can you imagine holding your breath underwater for seven minutes and 14 seconds? No, I am 100% certain I would die. Uh, Kate Winslet broke, uh, I guess, Tom Cruise's filming record of uh, six and a half minutes uh, for Avatar 2. Why? What? What did Tom Cruise have to hold his breath for? Uh, it was Rogue Nation. Okay, the the, the plane crash. Yeah, uh, oh. something filming underwater. Uh, obviously, but uh, why? 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 Why would you do that to yourself? I guess is the question. I don't know, but uh, according to Kate Winslet, it was brilliant, and I was very proud of myself. And I'll probably never be able to do it again. That came at the end of four weeks worth of quite intense training, and it was in a dive tank. It was in the training tank, but I loved it. All right, well way to go i mean jeez that's i mean listen we're pushing like uh, how long do you think you can hold your breath for for real 10 seconds well that i know you could do no i mean probably a minute and a half maybe you think yeah yeah i don't think i could last that long i really don't well listen i first of all i can't swim so if i find myself in some sort of dunk tank underwater i'm hitting the panic button pretty hard i'm just looking at your body and I know you don't have to worry about well, it. Well, what I'm saying you're gonna is, float. yes, but the, the whole point is if you're holding your breath, you're not floating, right? We all float. No, we're, we're buoyant because of the extra sauce we got going on. I'm just saying. Uh, I, don't I, can't, think I can't drown myself even if I try in a damn pool. <laughs> well, not that try. I've tried Thank it, you. but, you know, just trying to swim underwater to pick something up. And, and I just, this is me trying what? to stay underwater and I just rise to the top. There goes your chance of being in Avatar 3 then shoot morning after with nick and big j next set of extract brought to you by strong volkswagen unlock stronger pricing at strongvw.com jason drew is up next we're talking to jordan for bring me the horizon tomorrow morning that should be fun uh plus we have additional chances for you to win stuff from us including another chance to qualify for win santa sack we will see you then have a good one it's the x rocks <laughs>